Hey folks, this is Kevin. On this week's episode of Risk, you'll hear Emily Blackwell. I could shit in my yoga pants, or I could go shit in the water and do an aqua dump. I have to go for the latter. That and more. But first, do you have a story about a time you witnessed a very sincere expression of gratitude? Or maybe someone showed you just how grateful they were to you. Or maybe it was you who found yourself really sharing how much gratitude you felt about something to someone else. Pitch us. Everything you need to know is at risk-show.com slash submissions. We'll be right back. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Folks, if you like good old-fashioned true crime mysteries, if you like stories where you feel like you're a detective finding clues, June's Journey is the name of this new game that you can play on your iPhone or your Android. You are uncovering the mystery of June's sister's murder. It's this well-to-do family in the 1920s living in a great Gatsby-like mansion. Each scene uncovers new aspects of the story. Some parts are in New York. Some parts are in Paris. There's all kinds of objects you're finding and trying to assess whether they're meaningful or not. You collect information, filling out your own photo album, and you're keeping track of all the characters. There's romance, there's scandalous family secrets. It feels like a really fun play or movie. And I've only made it through like five scenes, but I am told you could crack the case. 
All you need is an internet connection and downloading on iOS or Android. So discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Now here's the show. Folks, this is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and this is Santa Esteban behind me now, and we're calling this week's episode Bumps in the Road, as opposed to Bumps on a Log, which is what my mom would call me if she saw how much scrolling on the phone I do nowadays. In a little bit, we're gonna hear from Emily Blackwell, but before that, Margot Lightman, the best-selling author of the wonderful book, Long Story Short, the only storytelling guide you'll ever need. If I remember correctly, the first time we had Margot on the show in 2009, I emailed Michelle Walson to say something like, Margot's a kooky one not realizing I had CC'd Margot on that email and Margot emailed back to say, I saw you say that about me and I had to explain, oh, <laughs> I think you're misunderstanding, Margot. That's our way at risk of saying this is our kind of storyteller. This gal belongs in our tribe. <laughs> because Margot was actually an inspiration to me for starting this show in the first place. So here she is now at the Risk Live show in L.A., the story we call Death and Chocolate. Uh, hi, uh, holidays are here. Who's excited? Holiday, it's a time for the holiday edition Reese's though. Let's think about it, okay? We just left, we had the pumpkin. We're in the tree right now. We're gonna move on after the tree. We're gonna go to the heart. Then we're gonna go to the egg. Then we're gonna have a six month period of darkness. <laughs> then we're gonna come back to that, that pumpkin. I love this time of year for that because they are readily available and there are weeks where there's an overlap, right? Where there's like a half price pumpkin, full price tree, half price tree, full price heart, et cetera, et cetera. And in between the half price heart, full price egg is when I start to get a little nervous because I know it's like the Girl Scout cook because it's like, I gotta get it and then it's gotta be gone. And then you could say to me, you'll just eat the, eat the regular Reese's. I'm no, and I'll tell you why. 
And I know this is very controversial. Everyone's like, the Ridge. The Ridge is what makes the Reese's. I disagree. The holiday edition is all middle. And it's a higher ratio of peanut butter to chocolate. It's a more savory treat. It's like a sandwich. Okay, if you think about this. You would eat a sandwich without a crust. You don't eat a crust without a sandwich. No one ever asked for more crust on a sandwich. Okay? The best part of the sandwich is the middle part, not the outside. I am right, you are wrong. So, I love it. It's about the consistency. I love this time of year. I love the Reese's. They're my favorite. So, a, a, a while ago, uh, we were in the period of half price hearts, full price eggs. So, that's when it gets a little jittery for me. And I had bought myself a half price eight pack of the hearts. And um, what happened is a few days later, I get this uh, call from my mother. And she tells me that my favorite aunt has passed away. And I'm just beside myself and I'm crying on the phone and I don't know what to do. But I kind of do know what to do when I hang up the phone and what would make this all better. So I hang up the phone and I go to get a half-priced heart. Because I'm like, I'll just eat my feelings. This is nothing new for me. And I'll eat, eat my feelings and I'll feel better about this date. And what happens is I go to find the half-price hearts and they're gone. And I do not live alone. I am newly married at the time of this story and I am enraged. So I call my husband at work at the time. Yeah, he worked at a very prestigious place. Goldman Sachs, so he's like a busy person. He wasn't a banker, he like did the graphic design there, but still, it's like high profile. And I call him at work, which is something I wasn't supposed to be doing, and he's, and he's like, what, what's going on? Is this an emergency? I'm like, yes, my aunt has died. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Margo. And I tell him which aunt, he goes, oh, your favorite aunt, that must be so hard. And I go, yeah, yeah, um, did you eat all my Reese's hearts? And he's like, what, what? And I go, well, did you eat all of my Reese's hearts? Because I had an eight pack. He goes, I didn't eat all your Reese's hearts. I go, well, there's none here. And I, I really need them right now. I don't, I need it. And he goes, well, there were three left and I ate three. <laughs> that is eating them all. He's like, not if you start with eight. <sighs> then he says, I don't have time for this. I go, you don't have time for this? He goes, don't call me at work about things like this. I go, things like what? Things like death? I can't call you at work about things like death? And he goes, are you really calling me about death? And I was like, goodbye. So we hang up and I'm like, now I'm enraged. Only, clearly, I'm only upset about the Reese's, not my aunt. That's, what's, that's what the real problem is going on in, in, my, in my head. So that night I'm supposed to meet him at a party and we go to the party and he's, you know, I guess forgotten about my crazy phone call. And he's like, are you okay? How are you doing with your aunt? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Look, I clocked around the corner when I walked here from the subway that there was a 24-hour Rite Aid. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we head there right after. If there are any half-price hearts left, I will forgive you for eating them. But if I have to pay for full-price eggs at this time, I mean, my gosh, this is not going to work out. I mean, I don't know if this marriage is going to last. Like, I mean, I'm not going to pay full price when there was an option to pay the half. Because the thing is, like, I also love a deal, and I love the Reese's. And it's like, then when I, you get to the only time that you should pay full price is when it's only egg, okay? <laughs> Nothing else. 
And I mean, and after that, you have to just embrace the depression you're going to go into for six months and you just have to roll with it. But I'm just saying there was no reason for me to pay full price at this point because it could have, you know, they were there. So we go to the right aid after. And uh, thank God there are half price hearts. And our marriage, you know, it's been 15 years. We're still together. Um, <laughs> everything's okay. And I feel okay about it. I'm like, okay, I forgive you now because you did this, but we'll move on. So three days later, I go to the funeral for my aunt. And I'm there. And it's like that, that Stay Puff Marshmallow Man thing. Like, you know, this is all this happening and all of the sadness. And I'm like, don't think about the resist. <laughs> don't, you know, people are giving eulogies. I was like, don't think about this. Like, I just, it just kept spiraling in my head. And it's like, don't think about the candy. Just think about the death. And I couldn't think about the death. All I, Like, every time I tried to think about our death, I just kept thinking about the candy. I was like, this is easier to manage. And, uh, and I just kept doing it. And then finally, you know, death is crazy because... I don't know, this was on my mom's side of the family and they, they, they put her in a coffin and it was like this big like lowering down, you know, thing. And it was very dramatic and, you know, we're all standing there and it was very sad and I didn't want to feel any of that. I just wanted to be angry at my husband over bullshit, you know? And so this casket is going down and I'm standing there and I had the clearest thought I'd had in a week, which was, thank God this happened between the period of half-price hearts, full-price eggs. Because if this had happened during the period of darkness, I don't think I would have handled this quite as well as I I have. (laughs) This is a short story. Okay, thank you. Your surprise when you realize. Did you eat all of my Reese's hearts? Reese's peanut butter flavors inside. I really need them right now. Well, imagine your surprise when you realize. And it was very sad. Reese's peanut butter flavors inside. Now I'm enraged. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're back. This is Risk. This is Mulatu Astake behind me now. And we just heard from Margot Lightman, who you can find at margolightman.com. Folks, one of our Patreon patrons named Sonia just emailed me this today. 
Sonia said, thank you for providing the world with your platform for people to share their stories. It's been over 10 years now that I've been listening. I've never missed an episode. And I tell anyone who will listen to me about your podcast. I've been through a lot of trauma in my life, from childhood abuse, sexual assault as a teen in the military, a violent marriage, addiction, and homelessness. I've struggled with mental illness over the years and have even had multiple suicide attempts. I've been in therapy for many years, but I have to say that this podcast has been a huge, all in capital letters, part of my recovery as well, believe it or not. Connecting with people from everywhere and hearing their struggles has let me know I'm not alone. There's always a lesson to take away from the more serious episodes, and I get a huge laugh from the more lighthearted stories on the days when I need them most. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for, in your own way, saving me, saving me from my darkest thoughts and saving me from feeling alone. I just signed up for the Patreon last week, and I wish I was able to give more to help risk stay afloat. Well, I wrote back to Sonia about how grateful I am to her to have said that. I'm in awe to hear how people transcend challenging situations. I myself am a big old worry wart and it really puts things in perspective for me when I hear from folks who have been on a hero's journey like that, you know? Honestly, I need to keep hearing those kinds of stories all the time. Anyway, we are so grateful to Sonia and to all of our Patreon members. We really do need your support more than ever. I'm going to have our business director, JC Cassis, come back on the show soon to explain the latest trials and tribulations that the entire podcasting industry and in more particular ways our own network have been bravely keeping on keeping on through but in the meantime if you're already a member and you're able to raise the amount you're donating or if you're not a member and you want to join and get all that bonus content we're at patreon.com slash risk or you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash risk show. Next up, we have Emily Blackwell, the actor, writer, and co-host of the podcast Besties at the Cinema, my kind of show. And here's Emily now with a story we call Aquadump. When I was 18 years old, I met this guy at school named Gaither. And we met in this acting 101 class, but it was really more like a evolution of theater history class. Really exciting stuff. Gaither didn't come to class a lot, but when he did come to class, 
I would let him kind of copy off my homework or take a glance at my test because, I don't know, he was cute. And, you know, he had this kind of rebellious energy about him. You know, he had this like kind of Tarzan curly hair. He had this like high-pitched infectious laugh. And there was just something about him. But over the next year, we became friends. And I could tell he kind of had a crush. And I honestly thought he was a little cocky. I thought he was a little cocky, and I kind of friend-zoned him. Until the night before our final exams, where I was like, I'm going to throw a party. I drunkenly texted him. I was like, come out. He tells me of these big plans that he has to move to New York City. And for some reason, that does it for me. And we like kind of hook up. It's like abrupt. And it like kind of works, but it kind of doesn't. It wasn't my best night. And so the next morning, we have to see each other at our class. And we do our Acting 101 final performance. We're hugging goodbye. And he's like, you know what? I feel like I'm going to see you again. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're going to see each other again. Not seeing each other again. And so I like get in my car. And he's waving. I'm waving. And I literally go, I'm never going to see that guy again. <laughs> Cut to four years later. I'm living in L.A. And for the last six months, Gaither and I have been talking again. And this started because I went home to see family. We ended up hanging out. That turned into long-distance phone calls, which turned into talking every night, which then turned into him saying, I love you. And he was set to come out to L.A. for a sales trip. And the sales trip was for him uh, selling baseball paraphernalia to tween baseball traveling games. <laughs> At the time, I didn't think it was a weird job, but, you know, it is strange. And the two weeks pass, he comes out with a duffel bag, and then we're kind of looking at each other, and we're like, I don't know, do you want to move in? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, are we dating? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So then all of a sudden, I'm living with this guy that now I'm kind of in my first serious relationship with. And it was the first person that I said I love you to. And our family's kind of like waiting on the wayside, being like, what is this? <laughs> Who is this woman that you're living with? Who, you guys met in an improv class, in an acting class, what is this? So he's there and we're getting kind of settled in. We're in the honeymoon stage of our relationship. It's the first few months, everything's kind of, you know, like we're up each other's asses. And he's like, we should get out of LA. We should go on a camping trip. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. A romantic getaway with my new boyfriend. Never had one of those. <laughs> this is going to be fun. And I'm like, I'm a planner. I'm a producer. Let's really take advantage of everything Northern California has to offer. And he was like, I think we should just wing it. I'm like, hmm. Something else to know about Gaither is he's a real adventure seeker, kind of adrenaline junkie motorcycle guy. But he's also a guy that, I kid you not, smiles when he sleeps. He's like that happy and optimistic in his life. And sometimes I just stare at him like, what is going on? And so he was like, you know, he, he's all of that. And sure, I'm the girl that grew up in South Carolina and played on a dirt mound in my backyard because my dad's friend paid to let him keep his dirt there. <laughs> So I played on it and, <laughs> and drank a lot of Mountain Dews for some reason. 
But I'm also a girl who loves a fancy dinner and loves a campground with the promise of some amenities and a running toilet. But, you know, when you're in that honeymoon stage, you're kind of like on your best behavior. So I was like, yeah, let's wing it. And he was like, yeah, we'll just pick the campground and then we'll go up there. So that's what we do. And we get up there and it's a total fucking mess. We don't even see the campsite because there's like 50 cars in front of us. There's like displaced campers and like families on foot and the like camper sheriff guy, I don't know what he's called. (laughs) He comes up, he's like, hey, all the last minute campsites, like all the kind of show up and get them spots, those are definitely taken. There was a fire up in Mammoth Lakes. Everybody that came from, that was up there, came down here. There's no campsites. And I was like, in the back of my mind, I'm going, this is why we should have planned it. (laughs) But I'm trying to be cool. And he's like, oh my God, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier. We should primitive camp. This is the best. And I was like, what? I don't, I don't know what that means. He was like, yeah, primitive camp. It's where you go out, you camp on government land. It's called BLM land. And I'm like, wait, government land? My imagination's running. I'm like, what is it? Like barbed wire fences and like people underground who were like sneaking on and they're talking about aliens and how they are real, but we're just not ready to meet them yet. It's none of that. He's like, it's just free government land where you camp and there's, there's no amenities, but it's great. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm seeing the primitive part of this now. So you can tell I'm a little bit stressed out, right? And he's like, hey, I just Googled this. There is some BLM land where there's some hot springs. What about that? And I was like, okay, hot springs. I can get into this. This is the romantic, like, sexy trip I was thinking about with my new boyfriend that I've never had. (laughs) And he's like, okay, let's go. So we go, and these hot springs are a fucking mess. It's like if somebody had a haunted house of just like people from deep inland California. You have like, you have your like naked geriatric titties in the corner. They're just like little dinosaur body. And then you got like your little stoner boys that like definitely trim weed in Santa Cruz during the summers. And then you have like, just like families kind of sporadic when they're, I guess they're cool with like dinosaur titties. It's a mess. And I'm like, Gaither, absolutely not. I am not getting in this like nightmare, like pot of human stew. No thanks. So he's like, okay, that's, that's fair. So we like trudge back to our campsite and I'm like trying to make us dinner, which is like really just like me kind of like dumping some beans and some pasta. And I'm kind of chilling out. I'm like, okay, this isn't that bad. When all of a sudden I hear like a moo. And I'm like, oh my God, there's a little cow on our campsite. (laughs) And then all of a sudden there's another cow. And I'm like, this is sweet. And then 10 minutes later, before I know it, there's like 20 cows on our campsite. (laughs) And I was like, what is going on? And they're like little gentle moos, like turn into some like kind of deep, like guttural scream. And it's like, and I'm like, 
what is going on? There's like screaming murder cows and they're like all chiming in and they're like, it's like, there's like, it's like a chorus happening. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like generations of you guys being oppressed. Like there's just like, there's so much happening. And just when I thought I couldn't, it couldn't get any worse, all of a sudden there's like hippie like trots through the campsite over towards the hot springs and then another hippie. And then all of a sudden there's like a caravan of Burning Man, like Coachella babies that are like storming through this campsite. And I'm like, what is going on? And this like stoner raver girl like unloose herself from her boyfriend. She's like, hey, you guys should like totally come check out the hot springs. Clothing's optional. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll be there. I'll be there. I like zip up myself into the tent so fast. I'm like, Gaither, what the hell? You said it's primitive camping. It's like busier than a Trader Joe's at five o'clock. <laughs> like what is going on? He's like, I know, I'm sorry. I've never seen this. I don't know what's going on. And he's like, all right, let's just lay down. And we lay down. I'm like, there's a rock in my back. And he's like, me too. And we're like cuddling and it's like sweet. And I'm like, yeah, we really could go anywhere and, and have fun. You know, and we're like kissing and sweet. And I'm like kind of starting to drift off and it's like 9.30 p.m. because you go to sleep when the sun goes down, I guess, when you're camping. And all of a sudden I hear like a boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, what was that? Did you hear that? What was that? And he's like, I don't know, I'm sleeping. I'm like, no, 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 there's something. It's like boom, jump, boom, jump, boom. And it's like growing and I'm like, what is this? I'm like, oh my God, it's the free love party at the hot springs. There's like some kind of Euro techno trance and probably just so many naked hippies. I'm sure the geriatric titties 100% stayed. So I have that, the music's going hippies and then fucking murder cows. <sighs> this is not what I thought it was gonna be, obviously. So the next morning I wake up and it's like, no tree coverage. It's 90 degrees and at 7 a.m. And I'm running on three hours of sleep. I'm fucking exhausted. And I just start bawling. I'm like, I'm really tired. He's like, I know. I know how you get when you're tired. I'm like, I'm so tired. I was like, I want to have fun because it's supposed to be the sexy trip, but I'm so tired. I'm like, the hippies broke me. And he's like, I know. I'm like, the cows fucking broke me. He's like, I know. And, you know, him being the nice guy he was, he was like, I know what you need. Let's get you to a diner. Let's get some food in you. And it's all going to be better. So we do. He finds his diner. We drive 20 minutes. I order a big old burrito and iced coffee with oat milk because I'm that girl. And I'm feeling so much better. I'm like, I could do anything. And he's like, you know what? That was fucking crazy what we just saw. I'm like, yeah. He was like, we haven't spent any time together. There's this hike. Let's go on it. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to actually be able to spend some quality time together. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. So we get there and it really is lovely. There's like big sequoia trees. There's like greens everywhere. There's like wildflowers in the distance. And we're like walking and we're enjoying it. And we're like smiling and we're like hiking. And I'm like, oh my God, I love this guy. And he's like, I love you. And we're like in it. And... We stop and we're holding hands and I look into his eyes and all of a sudden my stomach lurches yeah. and I was like, oh no, the burrito has turned. I haven't taken a shit because we've been primitive camping. I got to go to the bathroom right now. And he's like, what's going on? I'm like, no, nothing. I'm fine. Nothing. I'm fine. I'm just trying to like keep it sexy of some kind. And we keep walking. And I'm like, 
no, I gotta go to the bathroom bad. I gotta go to the bathroom really bad. I gotta go right now. And he's like, actually, now that you say it, I kinda need to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, no, it's hitting me. Burrito's turning on me too. I'm like, what? And he's like, but we're like an hour outside of town. The car's 20 minutes down the road. I'm like, I know that. And he was like, yeah, like, I don't know what we're gonna do. And he like starts pacing. And I'm just like clutching, like squeezing my butt cheeks. Like, I don't know what's happening. And he's like, oh my God, Emily, come over here, come over here. And I'm like, what is it? Like thinking there's some kind of magical toilet that's appeared in the woods. And he was like, it's a river. We can aqua dump. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. It's like you have your own vocabulary when we come out here. I don't know what these words mean. What is aqua dumping? He's like, oh yeah. It's like, if you really get in an emergency like this, or if you're really primitive camping, you just poop in the water. And I was like, absolutely not. And he goes, well, I gotta go, so I'm going for it. And I'm like, what? Sure enough, strips down, wades in, he like takes a dip, like shakes out his hair, and then he's like looking at me. And I'm like looking at him. And then he's like, and I was like, did you do it? He's like, yeah, I already did it. I'm like, that was you doing it? And he's like, yeah, it's super easy. He was like, you're up. And I was like. I was like, I got two options right now. Two things I could do in front of my new boyfriend that I've never had. I could shit in my yoga pants. Or I could go shit in the water and do an aqua dump. I have to go for the latter. So I stripped down, I weighed in, I like instantly like hit some kind of pothole. I don't know how he like found footing. Cause the water's not like raging, but it is like a constant stream. You're like up to your like kind of chest or like stomach height. And I'm like kind of looking at him and he's looking at me and I'm like, stop looking at me, stop looking at me. And he's like, what do you want me? You looked at me and I said, yeah, but yours was like effortless. It was like beautiful. And I'm like, stop looking at me, stop looking at me. And then he's like, okay, I won't look at you. And I'm like, wait, look at me. Cause I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. And he was like, just relax, just like breathe. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And as I'm like saying, I can't do this. My body decides differently. My body's like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And then all of a sudden there's like poop coming out of me. And I'm like, ah, what's happening? And he's like, and then all of a sudden his face like is like, and he's like, I'm like, what is it? And he starts like the high pitched laugh starts going. I'm like, what? He's like, there's shit on your back. I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, there's shit on your back. The current stopped. And I'm not kidding. The current stopped. It was, it was some kind of like Bible miracle or some kind of like fuck you from the universe for shitting in God's water. I don't know what it was, but sure enough, I'm like swimming and I'm like breaststroking and I'm like, what's going on? I'm screaming. He's like, there's shit on your back. There's shit on your back. You created a tailwind. I'm like, a one? He's like, a tailwind. It's like when a plane goes, you see it's like jets. And I was like, what? He was like, from your butthole to your thing. And I was like, what? And I was like, I was like, it's like a Siamese twin. I have a Siamese twin that's a turd. What's happening? What's happening? And I'm like screaming and he's like crying, laughing. And I like army crawl my body out of the water and I'm like dirty and I'm not such sexy. I have poop on me. And I'm like, fuck you for laughing. Fuck you for laughing. And I'm like, is there shit on me? And he's like, no, you lost it. You lost the shit. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And we just like hold each other. We're like, we just aqua dumped. We just aqua dumped. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. 
And then we're like putting on our clothes and all of a sudden I hear commotion. And I was like, shh, shh, what is that? What is that? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, what is that? And down the river bend, I hear, mom, there's shit in the water. And I was like, what? And I was like, Gaither, run, run, run. He's like, what is it? And I was like, we shit on a family. We shit on a family. There's a family downstream. Run, run, run. So we're like hauling ass. We're like hauling ass to get back to the car. I was like, we shit on a child. We shit on a child. I was like, that turd is dancing with that child. <laughs> we get back to the car and I was like, oh my God. We just aqua dumped on a little baby child. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that we lasted two more days out there. <laughs> Primitive camping. And, and Gaither, that curly-haired adventure seeker, and I, we're still together eight years later. <laughs> he um, still shits with the door open. <laughs> and now, so do I. Thank you. So a few weeks ago, I went on this camping trip with my school and it actually sucked. It, it was really bad. We had to like walk for a bit and make some tents. So uh, we just like finished our first and well, only day of camping and we had packed all our tents because we thought we were just going to throw the bags into some van and it would just drive off. But no, the teacher man walked over to us and said, uh, no, you take your tents with you. And I actually have never hated myself so much. I wanted to just sit on the floor and cry. Like, why would they make us do that? And we were all already really sad because the night before we had to eat like the not good food we were all just sitting on the floor eating soggy pot noodles and out of date protein bars while the teachers around the corner and i think like they ordered dominoes and it was just camping is bad and it, it sucks it's it's actually like why would you do that you have a, a warm house camping sucks This is Lily Kershaw behind me now. I googled to find out what songs people like to sing around campfires or just when they're camping. And this song, Wagon Wheel, came up. The song has a strange history. Bob Dylan recorded an incomplete little improvisation, just a snippet, a you know, throwaway, about 50 or so years ago. And that little snippet became the chorus of this song because 25 years later, a fella named Ketch Secor wrote the verses of the song and then completed it, you know, so that it can now be sung around campfires and by Lily Kershaw. 
Taj Easton did the interstitial about being mad after Margot Lightman's story earlier in the episode and the one you just heard about camping chaos after Emily Blackwell's story. And you can find Emily on Instagram at Emily Day Blackwell. Folks, on February 20th, Risk is live in LA and on March 21st, we're live in New York, and you can always learn more about where Risk is happening live next, as well as when our next curated social events called What's Your Story are happening. All of that information is always at risk-show.com live. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. We're back. Folks, we're calling next Tuesday's episode Oopsies. And our story producer, Taj Easton, will be guest hosting it. But that's next week. And folks, today is the day. Take a risk. Walking to south, out of Roanoke. I got a truck right of Philly, had a nice long talk. But he's a head of west, from the Cumberland Gap to Johnson City, Tennessee. Next week on Risk. Hustle your buns off. Buns, 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 buns off. Think about a goldfish, 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 a goldfish